Welcome to The Things We Say. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Nate. This is a topical podcast where the topics are chosen at random. Sometimes they will be profound, and sometimes they will be stupid. But no matter what, we have a lot to say about them. We are known for the things we do. We become the things we think. We live the things we believe. These are the things we say. We're back on the things we say, and today our topic is Christmas and why it is Nate's favorite holiday and not necessarily mine. And let us let us clarify that this is a, we're going to call this a Christmas special episode. Yeah, uh, there you go. So it's probably going to be a little shorter than what we normally do, and it'll just be kind of a little, our little gift to you uh, for Christmas here on the things we say. So, Yes. So this is one of the topics that me and Nate disagree on, um, and you'll find out a little more why. Um, we found out that we disagreed when I started naming my fa- favorite holidays <laughs> and didn't start with Christmas. I, I would say in order of my favorite holidays, it would be Thanksgiving, 4th of July, um, then probably Christmas, and then something else. Other like things, that. whatever. Other Other holidays. Um, I love Thanksgiving. I love to give Thanksgiving its space. Yeah. And um, I love celebrating Thanksgiving. It includes my four favorite things, food, family, football, and firearms. Yes. Uh, Thanksgiving is the day which we sight in our shotguns because we're a hunting family. Hunting. And, you know, food, family, football, we all have that. So all right. I, I love all those things. It combines everything perfectly into one day. I get to eat lunch twice in one day, plus leftovers in the evening. Yes. It's fantastic. I don't know how you beat that. I, I don't think that Christmas's food rises to the level of Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, and, and I don't think that the traditions, um, for me, just... I don't know. I just love the traditions of Thanksgiving. I love that it acts as a barrier between the rest of the year and how long Christmas is allowed to be celebrated. Because to be honest, if we didn't have Thanksgiving, there would be people (laughs) that would want to celebrate Christmas (laughs) starting in like July. There still are. Well, I will will tell you that Thanksgiving is definitely my strong number two in terms of favorite holidays. Um, and, and I will say it's mostly because it is a uniquely American holiday. Now, I know there's Canadian Thanksgiving that's celebrated on a time when I actually wish our Thanksgiving was celebrated. Actual I wish, harvest time. Yeah, I wish ours was actually still celebrated then. Yeah. Um, I think we used to be closer and then... You know, some president thought it was a good idea to change it and move it around. I don't, I don't, I don't remember. know anything about that. I, I just I've always done, thought the Canadian yeah, done, timing was more appropriate. I've done random research on it, but it's been a long time, so I can't quote anything <laughs> with confidence. But, um, but it is, if nothing else, it is very unique to North America. It is a, a uniquely North American holiday, and I love that. I mean, that's that's just a cool thing. Um, but Christmas is yes, definitely like that is, and again, we and and, and if you if you are around our church or around our, our, our culture here at, 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 in Worcester, um, you'll know that we treat this all as from, from Thanksgiving to New Year's. We, we refer to that as the blessing season, and we look at it, at, as it all um, as one giant mash of a holiday. We both go to probably the most Christmassy church 
there is. It's pretty. It's pretty there. We love it. It's pretty there. Yeah. yeah. At, at our church, we love it. We love Christmas. We're all about it. We do. Um, I love that you're using the collective we, even though you're not necessarily a part of the we that would agree with that. Oh, I love our church. It's yes. my it's my church too. No, but I, I, I gen- I'm saying I genuinely appreciate that <laughs> that it's still a we, even though it's not a, a preference. That's, I would say that's Worcester as a whole, the city really gets up for Christmas. Oh, we, yeah. They love it, and and the whole town as a whole decorate the whole town. They put up the tree. And Santa Claus comes down from the top of the bank. Yeah, it's a big thing, and we take our kids every year to watch Santa Claus yeah. come down off of the bank and. Andrew and Eric play their trumpets and tubas, and it's it's fantastic. <laughs> Trombones and tubas, we got to get that. I right. don't know what they're playing. I know, but we'll hear about it now. I'm sure there'll be a comment from Eric in this in this about that, and probably about how we didn't let him vote. But you know, whatever with that. So I have um, with Christmas. My whole thing is just I think it's gotten way bigger than it needs to be. Okay, and I would prefer the 12 days of Christmas celebration. Like 12 days for one holiday is sufficient celebration. Like we're not starting to celebrate 4th of July, you know, 12 days before it. Thanksgiving, we're barely thinking about it two weeks before. You know, we're not starting the Thanksgiving season yeah, yeah. two weeks before. Right. So like, I don't know, 12 days appropriate amount so of time so to you'd play be Christmas okay. you'd be okay with that. If yeah, you literally I think 12 days of Christmas, like a literal 12 days would be fine. And like the advent calendar lives at our house, so I kind of get that. Yeah. I get the slow building up of excitement. And I used to, I wouldn't call myself anti-Christmas before I had kids, but I was close. Like, I just, I don't like the colors. So have, has, I don't like wait the a minute, red wait a minute, and green wait a minute. together. So wait, 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 wait. I don't wait. like the Christmas so, movies. So wait a minute. So you, you specifically say that. So does that mean that having kids put you over the edge on not liking Christmas? No, having kids, like <clears throat> if you have kids and you hate Christmas, you just like to steal fun. <laughs> and that's not me. I enjoy having fun. Okay. I enjoy like so, seeing so the having, joy in my kids. And having your kids that. has softened you a little bit. Well, and I want to give them a good experience with Christmas. Like, I'm not going to talk negatively about the season around my kids. Right. This is personal feelings. I just don't like the holiday all that much. Okay. So so I don't like the music either. I don't like Christmas music. It's terrible. No. It's it's, like the worst kind of music. No, no. (laughs) See, and that's the thing. That's the thing. I want to look at somebody like you and be like, "You're you're just doing it wrong. If that's the case, there's plenty of terrible Christmas music out there, but there are some that is amazing. And and a lot of it will be completely dependent upon what you grew up with and like the thing that signaled the start of that season for you. Mm. And and so so I would bet if I really dug in to your your past, <laughs> I could pull out something that you'd be like, okay, because it's that album by that person and this thing, yeah, I I like that because it makes me think of childhood Christmas. It makes me think of what we did during that season. Like there will be memories, you know, there what I will what I what I call mental or spiritual muscle memory attached yeah. to those things. Yeah. And <clears throat> I'm not saying like my experiences with Christmas were bad. Like we had some great Christmas traditions. Yeah. I I just never liked the music and (laughs) half the decorations are just tacky and strange. I can go with you on that. But again, there's inflatable lawn ornaments are the worst. Well, Yeah, but that's not a, that's like a new, that's like a new fad thing. That's not like a traditional. I mean, I like looking at Christmas lights. Right, right. 
Okay, so 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 let's do this then. I'm I'm gonna give you. Obviously, I I absolutely love Christmas. In in my family, we we never were like big on birthdays. Like we would do birthdays for, you know, we would acknowledge them obviously, and you know, we'd maybe get a card with a little money in it, or or we'd get to pick what was gonna be you know had for dinner that night. But we didn't like have parties for us as kids. Like it just wasn't a thing. You know, we liked it, and it was okay. You know, hey, happy birthday, and move on. Um, but Christmas, man, we pulled out all the stops for Christmas all yeah. the time from, from the earliest memory I have. I, we, have <clears throat> we have video of, of me and Caleb when my mom's pregnant with Hillary and we're out hunting for a tree as a family. And Caleb is in a coat that's way too big for him and he can't stand up and he keeps falling over and his arms are too short for the coat he's wearing because, of course, being a parent, they're like, oh, we'll, we'll buy him a coat that he can grow into. And so as he's falling over, he's trying to reach out and grab trees and whatnot to pull himself up, and he's got no hand free, so he'll just fall <laughs> over. It's the funniest thing in the world. Or you'll see him coming like through the frame, and he's leaning to one side, like he can't stop his momentum. It's very entertaining to watch, That's actually. Awesome. But but even like from that that thing, like that moment, that early early memories of my life of Christmas have always been phenomenal and have always been great. And and so Christmas was our thing. You know, we had. Thanksgiving was a big deal, and we always split our time between my mom's side of the family or my dad's side of the family. Yeah. So we would do the Norris Thanksgiving and then do the Ward Christmas. And then the next year we would do the Ward Thanksgiving and the Norris Christmas. And so it always just fluctuated there. Every once in a while, I think we actually got both families together, but that only happened like maybe twice in my life. Yeah. So it's always about, for me, it's about family. It's about getting to see relatives that you only get to see maybe once a year. Um, a lot of times we would go, so we would either go to Cuyahoga Falls to my grandparents' house, my mom's grand, my mom's parents' house, um, or we would go to Indianapolis to uh, my aunt and uncle's uh, place, and they had a ton of property, and us us boys would, would they, had, they had a couple of, uh, they had one son that was our age, and most of the cousins on that side were older. We were the younger, because my dad is, well, my dad's the baby. Of, my mom and dad are both the babies of the family, so I guess that's kind of irrelevant. But anyway, um, they did have, they had one son that was about our age, and so we would like, you know, we'd do the Cowboys and Indians thing all week long. We'd build a fire, and we'd just go hang out out there. And, and you know, later on, we started shooting actual guns, not at each other, but just, you know, as a thing. Uh, graduated up from BB guns, finally. So it's like, I have all these things that were just family and great and memories yeah. that are completely centered around the idea of Christmas. Um, but more than that, there are the, the specific Christmas traditions that, that my family has. <clears throat> um, we always, uh, this is actually the first time I think we haven't done this, but usually the day after Thanksgiving, we go out as a family and we would get our tree. Well, that has now graduated to <clears throat> me and my family and my brother's family and my sister's family, along with my parents, all going out and getting our trees the together. Whole at yeah, and it's phenomenal. It's so much fun. We actually just did it today, um, and and it it was it's just so great. I mean, getting to interact with the kids and you know just it's just great. It's so much fun. And then you know you bring it home, you decorate it, and all that. And and for me, that that Christmas album that absolutely triggers Christmas for me is uh, is the Carpenters Christmas album. Um, Classic Christmas. Okay. They had two of them. They had Classic Christmas, and then they had no. I'm sorry. They had Christmas Portrait, and then they had Old Fashioned Christmas. And 
and Christmas Portrait is like the really good one. And the second one was after Karen had died. They had some extra tracks, and so they recorded some new instrumental stuff and released a second Christmas album. So that one's actually kind of sad in some ways because you know she's not really on it. Um, but that, like, you could put that song, that that album on in the middle of July, and I would instantly be flooded with those Christmassy yeah. feelings. And I would then instantly resent it because I'm like, no, this isn't Christmas. And I'm with you. Like, every holiday needs its space. Like, you yeah. cannot, do not start playing Christmas music before Thanksgiving is over. Yeah. Like, day after Thanksgiving, go for it. Yeah. And I'll admit, this year I caved because Kayla begs me every year to let her start listening to Christmas music early. And this year, I was, like, kind of feeling it, and so I caved. You know, I, I was feeling it this year. I wanted to go for it. And I don't know if that's because my kids are, you know, Strong's getting older, and I'm wanting to start to pump the Christmas propaganda into him and make him love it too. See, there you um, go. So, but again, it's, it's not that I want him to love it be, from the, from the, the commercialized sense, but I want him to love it because it's something I love because I love the memories that are associated with it. And yeah. one of the biggest traditions that we have now with my family, when we were growing up on Christmas Eve, we would sleep around the tree. Like all five of us, my parents and my three and my two siblings me and my two siblings, we would we would get sleeping bags and or drag our mattresses out, and we would just sleep around the tree on Christmas Eve, and it was amazing. Like all the presents are already there and just sitting there, and it was and you know when you're a little kid that was a lot of fun, but as you get older it just becomes like endearing. Like we're all just in the same room, you know whatever. And that has continued with now the extended family. Now generally we can't all fit on the living room floor anymore because we're our yeah. tribe is growing significantly. But we're all at my parents' house. We all uh, spend spend the night, we get up the next morning, we have breakfast, we do presents, you know, the whole deal. And actually what we do is we do Christmas Eve Eve. So yeah. the day before Christmas, the night before Christmas Eve is when we stay, and then Christmas Eve, the morning of, is our Christmas as a family. Because my parents don't want to have to do the whole, you have to be here on Christmas. They just want us to be together. And again, all of Christmas is all about that togetherness. Um, I love the, I love the Christmas communion that we do yeah, with with I'm our church. Yeah. I love our Christmas night of worship so much. That was like when I first started to become the worship pastor. That was the, one of the first things I did. I was like, I want to do a Christmas specific night of worship because I had all these memories of a kid like doing these Christmas cantatas and things that like the whole church just came together for you know you had the kids choir you had the yeah. teen choir you had the adults and everything so i wanted to somehow capture that while still retaining the focus of worship and actually exalting god and not just being like hey come watch us perform these songs and again most of the time even in like the the you know 90s back when i remember being in them they were still very worship centric just the language at the time didn't exist to call it that yeah um so so for me it's all attached to these incredible things that I grew up with, these incredible moments and memories and sights and smells that I can even now, I can just picture them and, and smell them and taste them. And, and it is just, for that reason, it is completely magical to me. And yeah. I don't even care about the commercialization. I don't care about the presence. I, I don't care about uh, so many of the things that are, are typically holiday in, in America uh, when it comes to Christmas. But for me, it's all about the experiences, the people, the sights, the smells, the things that are just endearing to me and, and are yeah. dear to me now. I would say that I was, I didn't, it's not like I grew up emotionally scarred with Christmas or had some <laughs> terrible experience. Like my parents were awesome with Christmas. No we one would, shot your dog on no, Christmas. Or we would decorate like the whole house and, you know, light candles each night and sing little 
Christmas carols, you know, yeah. all the way from Thanksgiving till Christmas. We had some really good Christmas traditions. My my dad would read Luke two in the morning. Yeah. You know, Us once too. you clean up from breakfast, then you had then you had presents. Like they did delay that process a little mm-hmm. bit, but it was a lot of fun. I and mean, we still do the same thing in our house. Like I've perpetuated Christmas traditions down to my kids, and um, Jess, you know, Jess has made Christmas uniquely special because she brings her blend from her family too. And and I think our kids have great Christmas traditions now. Like we make it a lot of fun and we have a lot of fun with it in our house. I, I don't particularly like live Christmas trees. I decided that (laughs) after I got my like fifth one, like when you're newly married, you do whatever your wife wants for Christmas because you want to make it special. Of course. And after a while, I'm just like, I am sick of scraping tree sap off of my car in the springtime and wondering how this got here. (laughs) I'm sick of sweeping up pine needles. I don't care that a tree needs to be watered and I'm not going to be watering it. So if (laughs) you want to water it, that's fine. But I'm not dragging something else in my house that needs watered. We have a special funnel that makes it much easier to water. And I hated the tree stand and having to try and figure out how to get that thing straight. And it was never straight and it would... (laughs) Oh, I, anyway, I just hated the live tree thing. I finally talked her into a fake tree, which I'm sure is sacrilege to half the people listening, but it's okay. It is to me. Like, and, and we have a fake tree and I love it. I yeah. drag it out each year and it takes five minutes to set up the tree. It's fantastic. Yeah. And if, and if For me, the only way I would consider not having a live tree is if one of my children had a pine allergy. That's the yeah. only way I would consider it. And so much so that if one of my kids ever brought home somebody they were seriously dating and told me that that person had a pine allergy, I'd be like, you can't marry this person. They need to go because we're not doing this for somebody who's not blood. Who who was it? It was some comedian. I, I want to say it's Bill Engvall. It's like Christmas traditions are something that a drunk person would have come up with. It's like, <laughs> I'm going to take this tree and drag it in here. And I'm going to take my I'm gonna take my socks and hang it on that tree. And then yeah. I'm going to take these lights and drag yeah, those that, outside. Yeah, that was uh, Gaffigan. That was, was the Gaffigan. Gaffigan. Yeah, that was a Gaffigan it's routine. Hysterical. And, like, it is, and it is But funny. that's the thing if you step back from Christmas, some of this stuff is completely like just bonkers. Oh, it's true. But I, but I also love, I love the, the, the ties of the tradition. Like I love that, that they've been happening for centuries, like, and, and, and have been adapted, you know, for centuries. There's, there's aspects of it that are just cool to me, that connection to the past, um, which I love. And some of the connection to the past has been, loosely affiliated like some of our traditions that we have now we like try to tie it back but it's not all of them that yeah. go all the way back well and obviously most christmas traditions were pagan traditions at one point that the exactly. catholic church came in and said you're not going to do these anymore we're going to we're going to redeem these things and we're now going to use them i mean because obviously jesus wasn't born in december like that has that has nothing <laughs> like no but i'm sorry if i just crushed someone's world but he he was not born in december that that is not actually and true Okay, he wasn't born in December, and also Jesus' birth, if you look at the writing in the Gospels, the amount of words spent on Jesus' birth, the last quarter of every Gospel is his death and resurrection, right. or the whole last week of his life, right. you know, or, or that Passion Week takes up one quarter of each of the Gospels, and his birth only appears in like two of them. Right, right. right. And even then, and even then very briefly. It's a, it's a chapter or so, you right. know, and... So to me, it was not 
an emphasis of the early church. Like we were yeah. not focused on the birth of Christ. What we were focused, what the church was focused on was his death and resurrection. Right. And, and that's Paul what we're says, told to like, remember anyway. That's what yeah. I'm going to preach. I'm going to preach Christ and him crucified. Like that is what I'm going to preach. Yeah. And to spend one twelfth of the church's calendar year in just talking about his birth is a little off center to me. I'm yeah. like, uh, yeah, we're, I know that I know that we can tie a lot of very important things to Christmas and you can say that, yeah, none of this would be possible without Christmas. Yeah. Yes. I get that. You know, yeah. Jesus had to come. I, I understand the importance of him coming as a man and we get it. Right. But his death and resurrection is what gives us the power to live, right. live this out. And so the Christian, the Christian, uh, Faith is not centered around Christmas. No, not the at way all. our church calendar. No, is. not at all. Not and, at all. And again, that's a that's a leftover, obviously, from Catholicism and 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 trying to trying to bring pagan cultures in and give them focus for things that they were doing in pagan sense and just like I said, redeem it redeem it for Christianity. Yeah. Um, so and yeah, we take, I, we take a break from our normal worship and begin to like steer towards Christmas worship. And this is where I'm like stepping on Nate's toes because this is what Nate does for a living Yes, is like lead worship at a church. And I'm like, I'm like saying, you know, we've kind of, I know it's just a different tone or a different flavor, but it, yeah, I mean, we're like six, seven weeks of totally pushing all the worship of the church that we would normally do yeah. off to the side and doing something completely different centered mm -hmm. around the birth of Jesus. Yeah. And to me, I'm like, that's a little off balance unless we're doing the same thing for Easter and passion week. And by and large in the church, we're not right. Like, Although we, we, we do kind of, we do kind of, kick I'm not, saying not with the same specific. Yeah. But I will but, say we do that not with the same intensity of Christmas because you know it's not all the decoration and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Church yeah, than for sure. Church. For sure. So. But you know, it's it's interesting to me too that you bring that up because I for me it's always been about the association of of family, friends and you know basically the same kind of Thanksgiving associations that you make. You know, that's that's what Christmas has been to me. But I I'll tell you though in the, in the last probably 5 years the spiritual significance of Christmas has really kicked up to me when I came to the realization that the humility that it took for Jesus to be born. You know, yeah. I know I know obviously the 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 death and resurrection of Christ is what makes all of this matter. I mean, obviously without that none of this matters. But but when I when I came to that realization and I I don't even remember what led to it, but I I remember being so overwhelmingly struck by the reality that it was more humbling for Jesus to lay aside his glory, come to earth and be born with the physical limitations of a human to put skin on and accept those limitations. It was more humbling for him to do that than was for him to even go to the cross. Like, I mean, yeah. that, that, and that completely changed the way I view Christmas in the, in the spiritual sense. Um, it, it, it changed the way that I view the importance of the birth of Christ. I don't look at it now as, Oh, he came to save us from our sins. Like that's that was to come later. This was he set aside his glory. Yeah. And was and became nothing. I mean, literally became nothing and chose to limit himself. Like to me it's an exercise in the 
the massiveness of who God is, you know, that he would be willing to do that and, and able to do that. So, so it has in the last five years or so, it is, it has taken on a, a very significant spiritual tone that for, for most of my life, it did not have. And I like the theology and, and the idea centered around the invasion of yeah. Oh, God yeah. Oh, coming yeah. into earth yeah. very quietly, very silently. And yeah. like, you know, the son of God coming in such a unheralded way. Yeah. And it's, it's really good. I mean, it's a great, it's a great story and I'm, I'm glad to celebrate it. Yeah. I, I enjoy Christmas. I'm glad to celebrate it. I just, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. Like everything about it has gotten so huge. And I, I kind of wonder why, like, yeah. why are we, is it a tool that's being used to distract the church in a way sometimes from what could be the most important is, and is it the culture that we're in where capitalism rules and people know that money is spent around Christmas. And so the more that we center our calendar around Christmas and the more we get people to spend, the more we get people to buy in and in a capitalist driven society, Christmas is just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger because there's more and more money yeah. associated with it. And you'll have year round Christmas stores and you'll yeah. have entire business models centered around when people have money to spend at Christmas. Right. And I'm or like, don't have money to spend. Are we Christmas. as a church, not our local church, no, but I get, our, I get it. is yeah. the Christian church getting distracted with the same thing where we've begun to make something central that shouldn't be. And, uh, yeah. Anyway, that's secondary to all my yeah. disliking bells and music and, <laughs> so, and so, not liking the colors. So let, and, me, so let me ask this then. <laughs> what, what of Christmas does appeal to you? What of Christmas appeals to me? Yeah. Of, and again, I'm not talking in the spiritual sense because we already touched on that. But like, if, if you're telling me here that, you know, the, the carols annoy you and the, and that, which a lot of carols are bad. I'll give you, no, I'll give you that. Yeah. A lot of carols are really bad, bad melodies and, and whatever. I actually bad really, characters I, and I really like, hate caroling. Yeah. I love Christmas music, but I hate caroling. Now caroling is one of those things that, well, I had a good experience when I was younger <laughs> And we would go out and carol for people like in nursing homes or yeah. people that um, had other needs where they, they were basically homebound and going yeah. to those places and caroling yeah. for them. Um, that was something my grandparents were very intentional about. And it was awesome to like go visit these people and, and be able to uh, bring joy in yeah. that way. And so I don't know. I, I find the Christmas carols annoying in the act of caroling to norm to like, just going door to door, yeah, kind of tacky. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I always associate almost... caroling with one of the, it's one of those things where I never wanted to do it ever. Like I can never think of a time where I thought, oh, I want to go caroling. No, I never wanted to do it, but I was always glad when I did. You know, like you said, you get to have that interaction with people, and you get to yeah to bring some sense of the fact that they're not forgotten. You yeah. know, in the like that's that's amazing and that's priceless and I learned so much in those moments. But even to this moment, like I would I would never carol again if nobody made me do it. So what I like about Christmas is um, being able to show kids 
Jesus and talk to mm. them about it, and like my kids specifically, and they can relate to a baby being born and Jesus growing up in in a house, and like it's very familial, you know. Yeah, you have yeah, yeah. Mary and Joseph character, and they're caring for their baby even in a foreign place, and right. the whole story is is God caring for Jesus and his parents caring for him and, and God watching over him and sending somebody with presents, you know? Right. And so kids really do buy into it. And I think it's great. It's a great way to introduce Jesus to your kids. And I enjoy making cookies. I enjoy, you know, a lot of things about the season. Like yeah. I just, for me, it, it gets long. Like the season is long. Like I enjoy a lot of these things in like I would say 12 days would be about my limit. After yeah. that, I've gone attention deficit. And yeah. I'm like, and see, that's okay, you've I'm... used up your 12 days. <laughs> right. And, and that's where I'm completely the now, opposite. Because I'm like, just please end, dear God. Yeah. Let's I wish let that's like, I, I wish we didn't have Halloween so that Thanksgiving could be in October and like uh, literally November through December could be, could be Christmas. I just love it, man. I love it. And, and, and you know, part it's of, not part football of, season, but you like know. <laughs> football season holds my attention that long. You know, see, yeah, football. But, yeah, I don't, I don't care hardly. Or baseball season takes up the entire year. Yeah, like, don't, I don't have the attention span for baseball season. Oh, I love Wake me up when season. there's playoffs. No, I, wake I'll, me up when basketball's <laughs> in the playoffs. But football's short enough. There's only like yeah. 16 games. Foot, I can buy in. Yeah, football. I, I do like from that perspective. How do we get on this? Football. I do like from that perspective. The NBA at this point, I'm like, yeah, like until the All Star break, I don't really care. Like NASCAR I'll watch a game so or two. Long and <clears throat> tedious. Hey, I've been to an NASCAR race though, and it's amazing. It is amazing to actually sit in that stadium with the amount of humanity that surrounds you in that place and watch those cars go flying by. It's an oh, incredible yeah. rush. No, I like all these sports, and I like all these yes. things, and I like all these seasons. I, I just don't have... But I will watch any... every single baseball game, man. If I can, I will watch or listen oh, to every man. single one. I don't have the patience. Oh, when man, I play that... baseball... Yeah, like, that's, I'm, I love that's baseball. just in me, man. As long as but... Tom Hamilton is calling the Indians... <laughs> I, I will have that radio on, man. I just will do it. And it will be a part of my soul will die when that man retires, without a doubt. And 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 he'll take another There's part another of... good instance. I grew up listening to Harry Callis on the radio, the best <laughs> voice to ever announce anything ever. And and I had that. Yeah. And I still would not turn on an entire <laughs> game. I just don't have the patience or the time. Maybe that's it for me. Yeah. And if, and if we could abbreviate Christmas to 12 days, I have no problem. Like so, I can, I can put up. With so it. do you, do you like kind of get to like the Scrooge mode, the straight up the like, Oh, I'm done with this. You know, See, that's, that's what happened before I had children. So this would start after Thanksgiving. I'm like, Oh yeah, this is nice. Blah, blah, blah. And I get to about Christmas. I'm like, man, I'm so done with this. Can this just be done? Like, <laughs> can we open our presents and please turn off this music? <laughs> like, this is terrible. See now, and now I feel like that's a personal challenge where I got to find some Christmas but, music that you would like. Oh no, I've listened to all of it. Oh anyway, no, you haven't. Oh, I guarantee you. Don't haven't. make me. So, <laughs> but now with my kids and being in the church that I am, it almost works the opposite way where I'm like, Oh boy, here comes Christmas. But by the time it actually gets here, like gets to Christmas, I've warmed up to the idea. That's why I'm, we're recording this now where I'm at my most bitter point <laughs> towards Christmas. And I will warm up as things go along because pastor gets to me. Like, yeah, he and, would consider that a major victory. I'm going to tell you. Oh, that. I know. But, <laughs> and, and if he's listening, like 
he gets these victories every year with me. Like by the time Christmas comes around, I'm pretty well talked into it. Yeah. I'm like buying in. My buy-in is at an all-time high <laughs> when I open the presents with the kids. We're all good, you know, and I'm fine. I I play I play a good part in this. I'm not I'm not bitter and angry except with just with internally. Jess. I'm very sarcastic when it comes to anything Christmas. Oh my god. And goodness. it's it's like I don't know. It's like everybody else in the world watching a Hallmark movie and being like, oh, wasn't that so great? Wasn't that so wonderful? And I'm just sitting there thinking like, man, the acting is bad. Oh, and the storyline is bad. Wait a minute. And, and I just, oh, <laughs> wait, wait it's, a minute. it's no, been no, no, no. an, it's hang, been an hang insufferable but, but hang experience. Hang on, hang on. So your bar for a Christmas movie is a Hallmark movie? Because if that's the Most case. Most Christmas movies are crap. Dude, They're no. terrible. Have you ever seen It's a Wonderful Life? Yes, it's awful. Are you I kidding hate me? that movie. That is my favorite movie of all time, bar none. If I only got to watch one movie anymore, that would be the movie I, I would that watch. Movie. Why? <laughs> Why do you have? How can painful. you hate it? But it's amazing. I've made it through that movie once. Well, see, I fall asleep. But all when the did other you times. watch it? Huh? And what were the circumstances you watched it? In? I I could sit down and watch it again. I know what's going to happen. <sighs> I the Clarence and the and the. What about what about like any of the any of the Scrooge stories, the Christmas Carol stories? No, I don't like any of those. None of them? Which Not ones really. have you seen? Um multiple different ones. Have you seen know. the one with George C. Scott as Scrooge? No. Okay, that one's the best one, in my opinion. But there's also a really good musical version that's called Scrooge with Albert Finney. I think it was made in the seventies, uh maybe the eighties. But that one's really good too. I like Christmas Vacation. That okay, movie's yeah. really good. I can, I can go with you on that Christmas one. Christmas Vacation great. was good. But what about like White Christmas or Holiday Inn? Like some of these like classic Bing Crosby, Fred Astaire. I hate that whole genre. Oh, My dude. wife loves this dude. stuff. Come on. It's sappy. And, and I on. I don't like Fred Astaire movies <sighs> or Frank Sinatra anything. Oh. Like, <laughs> See, now you're, just, now you're just being mean. I just don't like it. <sighs> I grew up in listening to late '90s punk, and it's just I I don't I, I don't know. Oh man. my attention span is too short. But yeah, I'll agree with you. Most Hallmark movies are terrible. I've got like I've got like two that. But that's I find what I feel tolerable. like in the Christmas season. Is like <laughs> See, everybody is enjoying a Hallmark movie, <laughs> and it's a little too sappy sweet. And I'm like, you people are not living in reality. This is something that you've created. And it's like, yes. But that's, I, that's part of what I love about Christmas is because I know everybody goes crazy. And with the stupid Black Friday and, and people trampling each other and all the craziness. But when it comes down to it, you hit a point in Christmas where everything stops. When it comes to Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, like... Everything stops, and and I told you this a couple yes, of weeks ago. Thank God, but don't no, I? Absolutely. Thank goodness and most it people, stops. It's just because they're exhausted, and they got it. But like, I love one of my favorite Christmas things to do, and I got this from my dad. Is I go around on Christmas, the night of Christmas, and I look. I, I drive into Best Buy's parking lot, and I drive into Walmart's <laughs> parking lot, and Lowe's, and like all these places, and they're just completely empty. There's nothing there. No, and I'm like. The world still stops for this, and whether or not they're actually acknowledging what they're acknowledging. It does the same thing during an Ohio State game. Yeah, but it's not the same thing. <laughs> People are still working in those places, but, but ev literally everything stops. You can't yeah. go anywhere. There's nothing to do. There's not like that's it. And so, is it because we live in Ohio and it is like the worst weather oh, ever? I'm it is the worst I, weather ever over Christmas, dude. I, it's not quite like 
the February it, like yeah, it needs to snow. Bad weather. It, it needs to snow if it's going to be as cold. Are as you it a white is. Christmas person? Where oh, it has, yeah. <laughs> I love it. It doesn't have to be. It's not like one of those things where I'm like, oh, I only feel like it's Christmas if it's a white Christmas. No, but I I I I feel it more when it's a white Christmas. I I love it. I remember it's been a long time since we've actually had a white Christmas. It's been a it's been a few so years. So like the Christmas magic <laughs> thing is real for you. Like there's. There's there's the Christmas just the spirit. There's the sense. There's just that you know it's it's coming. It's building to it. I can feel it in the air. It's just yeah. There's just something about it. But again, I'm one of these guys that people like, are gonna hate me. They're gonna think I'm a Scrooge. I just <laughs> I just feel like I'm awake during the Christmas season. You know, and and everybody else like. There's got to be more people like me. I'm sure. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> I really hope not. <laughs> We're not bad. Uh, collectively, if you all got together in a room, it would not be a positive thing. No, I we can celebrate the holiday. <laughs> and I think for 12 days, we could give it a good run. It's just like at a certain point, we're done. Like we've had enough. We've had our fill. You guys have like tapped this thing out. Yeah, it just it just does not. That just does not register with me at all. I mean, it just doesn't. People are going to have to agree with me. Uh, there's, there's somebody. I'm sure there will be some. But again, I don't. This is what Jess has to put up but with. But I don't know that it's good for you to know who those people are because you're going to circle up somewhere and it's going to be ugly and you're going to talk about this and then you're all going to get We're bitter not, together. It's not a bad thing. But it will become a bad thing, I feel like. If you all, if you get all these people together and you start agreeing with each other about how ridiculous the season is, next thing you know, you're going to be getting pitchforks and torches and you're going to be trying to burn yeah, down but I don't want to ruin it Santa. for kids. Like, <laughs> I don't want to ruin it for everybody else, but in Ooh. the same way that I don't want to ruin, like, I don't know, the Easter Bunny or That's you know, actually Santa Claus a, a quick point that I would love to talk about really quick. Okay. What, what is your take on the whole Santa thing? Like, how will you treat that? How have you treated that with your kids? How did that exist in your world. For me, I was the kid, like we, I remember vaguely like the Santa thing being a thing, but I, I was the kid in kindergarten that was telling other kids that Santa was not real yeah, and, got was, it, and getting in trouble for it. They were the ones telling people that Santa wasn't real. Yeah. We, we didn't play it up like some people do, Yeah, like act it all out and right. play the part, but there, you know, the presence would appear. Right. And people would get excited that the presents came overnight. Yeah. And we, we might loosely talk about Santa. It wasn't like Santa is a demon right. and we can't talk about him and he's evil and he's stealing Christmas people. from the good Christian boys and girls. There are those people. I know. <laughs> but like, I don't know. Santa was a non-factor. Halloween is something that we just like strictly do not do in our right. house. We're going to have to have a whole different discussion but, on that. Cause I know yeah. if we start on that, we're going to get into all exactly. kinds of, all kinds but of stuff. But Santa wasn't that way. Like what I'm saying is like Santa was not yeah. like something we do not. Right. Know. Right. So. Yeah. If I see one more meme that says that if you rearrange the letters of Santa, it spells Satan. Oh my goodness. That will, that will earn those you, an, are, that will earn you an unfollow. Those people are worse than me, right? Yes. Yes. I'm, those people okay. are worse than you. <laughs> and if you are those people, I'm sorry if you're offended, but it's true. So and, there you go. The whole fight over happy holidays and Merry Christmas just makes me weary. I, like, see it yes, brings out yes the and worst. No. Yeah, in yes Christians. and no. Like it I, does. I get it. I get it from both sides because for me, I'm like, again, not everybody celebrates Christmas, so go for it. But, but I do think there is, there is some intentionality to it, and has been some intentionality to it because there's every every holiday, whether it's now, you know, you don't get, you don't get, 
Easter break. Now it's spring break or now it's, you know, it's, it's not, yeah. it's not, you know, so, so there is definitely an intentional weeding out of those things. So I don't love that, but I understand what you're saying about the argument becoming something that it should never be in. And it shouldn't even be an argument. We get it. Christians like to say Merry Christmas. Well, and honestly, the majority of people in the world love to hear Merry Christmas. I can't tell you the amount of times that I've gone into Walmart and I've checked out with something and I've looked the cashier in the eye and said Merry Christmas. And first they give you a look like you just slapped them with something because it's like, oh, you're acknowledging that I'm a human and that I'm actually something that can be interacted with, which I think, unfortunately, Walmart cashiers don't get that as much as they should. And, and I've never seen it negative. It's always a positive. And so I love it for me. Like I, I will, I will do it, man, until the cows come home. But I understand why governments and businesses would choose not to. And yes, without have feeling the need to boycott them. And it, absolutely. Like, <laughs> I get like it. boycotting Starbucks because they do holiday theme instead of like, they're not they're Yeah. It doesn't matter. They're, they're trying to sell you bad coffee. Like that is what they're doing. And I only know it's okay coffee. Well, I only think it's bad coffee because people who love coffee have told me that it's bad coffee. I I don't, I don't drink coffee. I like it. And I never will. Never, ever will. So anyway, (laughs) so that's our random Christmas rant, I guess. (laughs) Took a lot longer than we thought. Well, I honestly, as soon as we started into this, I'm like, this is going to be longer than we're saying it's going to be. And now Nate thinks I'm a bad Christian. No, I don't think you're a bad Christian. I just think, I just think you need to, you need to, you need to just process through this. We need to get you past whatever this is. <laughs> we need to try and save. We me. need to find the thing that that scarred you and made you cynical. There towards isn't Christmas. one. I had great Christmases. See, I but even... that makes me even more sad. It would be much easier for me to hear. Oh yeah, this horrible thing happened to me on Christmas, and so now I can't handle it anymore. But you've just slowly become cynical about it and that makes me I've always been somewhat sarcastic though oh, like, yeah yeah that, that's the thing i can watch somebody going through something fairly seriously and lean over to my wife and say <laughs> something completely sarcastic about it because oh, yes. my brain is that I, way well and i'm with you i'm i'm so, very much there sarcasm is my na- native language for sure yeah i've learned not to use it publicly yes <laughs> Yes. If you had met me at 14, you would not believe the things that would come out of my mouth. Or use it against my wife. No. Or, no. I've done, I do it every once in a while. I'll forget myself and I'll, and I'll do that. And yeah, it's never good. It's never good. And it never brings out what I intended to bring out in the moment. So yeah, I used to be the Christmas cynic and enjoy it. And now I've learned to be less public with it, but just still (laughs) gets my biting. Christmas sense of humor. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right. Well, either way, to everyone out there, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And a happy blessing season to you all. And we hope you really enjoy your holiday season. Thanks for joining the conversation today. The Things We Say is produced by Nate Ward. Technical direction is provided by Sheldon Stauffer. You can subscribe to The Things We Say on SoundCloud and iTunes. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at The Things We Say Podcast to keep the conversation going. This has been The Things We Say. See you next time.